Good evening and welcome everybody to Paranormal Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, along with mother host, James Toops. Rick Warren, we don't know where you're at, but you need to get online and get onto the show. And we have a very special guest, Cheryl Carter, who we're going to have on the show tonight. And you're all really going to want to hear what she has to say. Cheryl, it's a pleasure having you on the show. How are you doing? It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. I'm doing good. Awesome. James, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Well, tonight's show, we're going to be talking about the Nevada Triangle, Area 51, and S4, Little Egypt Triangle, which is in Illinois, at the Chaukaya Mounds. I'm not even sure if I said that right. Cahokia. Cahokia. I'm always way off. Then we've also got the Alaska Triangle, plane crash of House Majority Leader uh, Hale uh, Boggs. We're going to have... some other stuff on the death of Marilyn Monroe. And Cheryl also wrote a book on Dimensions, Mysterious Triangles of the U.S., which y'all need to check out and read. And we're going to put up a link for that book as well. Cheryl, so, welcome to the show. What are we going to talk about and what do you want to start off with tonight? Oh, why don't we start out with Little Egypt? Little Egypt. Let's start off with Little Egypt. That sounds okay. like a plan to me. What about you, James? You like that? I'm down, man. Let's do it. Hey, Let's first of all, this. where can we get the book? Where can we order it? Is it on Amazon? Amazon.com. Whoops, hang on. Amazon.com, baby. And what's the, what's the name of the book again? One more time. Dimensions, Mysterious Triangles of the U.S. There you have it. There you have it. Amazon.com. Y'all look it up. There we go. Let's do it. Now Let's we got the it. screen set up right. Cheryl, we're going to leave it with you, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, well, I, I grew up in Illinois, and I never heard of the Little Egypt Triangle. Really? So I, when I, I'm in Michigan now, and I, I had to go back there a couple of years ago just to go visit this place. Never heard of it. Um, there's a place. It's it's in the southern tip of Illinois. It's a triangle, and there's a a big village down there, former village. It's called Cahokia, and it was the largest Mississippian culture. They were mound builders. There's 190 mounds down there. Wow. It was constructed in about 1000 A.D. They think it the layout kind of represents um, when there was a supernova that occurred between April 30th and May 1st in the constellation Lupus in the Mil- in the Milky Way. And it was the brightest stellar star in recorded history. Nice. A lot of, lot of, lot of natives have drawings and, and, and just form their, their cities in, in certain ways that they form the constellations. It, it's amazing how they knew this. This is crazy. And their, their city grin up uh, grid aligns with uh, various phases of the moon and the sun like the saltus the moonrise equinox the layout's very similar to mayan cities in mexico they think that they had actually gone to mexico and brought because they brought things back jewels and things and that were not here in the united states they're from mexico right there's a, a circle made out of wood poles that is just like stonehenge it's wow. arranged in the same way, and again, different phases of the, the moon and the sun when you stand in the circle. Interesting. That's and awesome. this is why we need Rick on our show right now, because Rick Warren is our other host on this show, and he's he is Native American, and you would love Rick. I don't know if you've met yeah, him she knows Rick. a chance to interact with Rick. We talk a lot, yeah. Yeah, Rick's fantastic. I love him to death. He's like a brother. Oh, like absolutely. Gordon, you know, and yeah, I wish you'd be on tonight and hopefully it does show up, but that is fantastic. So, t- so I tell me, Cheryl, what, what is it a- about the mounds? Uh, is there, t- has, have they been able to, uh, find out exactly what they were? I mean, or, or is it just speculation? I mean, burial mounds, just burial mounds. Burial mounds. And so, so they know there's bodies that are in there. Yes. So I have a they, question on they've that. They've actually excavated some of them, yes. Oh, wow. I have a question on that, Eddie. Um, so I'm from Louisiana, right? From South Louisiana, okay. like way south. And there is two tribes. Uh, for, I'm from Homa, and there's a Homa's tribe. And there was another tribe that, that came down, and they had a battle and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, right? And like 35, 3,600 people died in the battles. And we have Indian burial mounds. And to me it's like these mounds are like 15 feet tall right and probably about hell if i had to put it in football terms they're probably about 40 yards long each right um so 
how okay so the indians are buried in these mounds but why wouldn't they dig down to bury but they laid them on top and buried over it how does that work I, I, I don't that. know. Some cultures are just called mound builders. That's what they did. They didn't bury in the ground. They buried them in mounds. I don't can't explain why. Hmm. There, I, I, there's actually for an answer for that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the biggest mound there. It's called Monk's Mound, and it's as tall as a four-story building. Wow, four stories. You can go all the way up to the top. So I, I had to walk up. And yeah. Once you're at the top, you can look across the Mississippi River and see the wow. St. Louis Arches. I'm way up there, yeah. Wow. Where did they I get mean, the dirt to put on top of these mounds? Is, did they bring the dirt in from somewhere else, or I don't know. It's fascinating to me because yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, instead of taking the easy way out and going underground to bury your dead, you're doing it on top of the ground. And right, right. Up. It's just, it's fascinating. Right. You know, it's it's, it it's, really it's amazing to see this place. Yeah. There's only 80 mounds left. Well, as you start driving through really? town, you go, oh, there's a mound there, there's a mound. They're, they're just everywhere, and people have built their houses around them and stuff, you know. But That's incredible. Th this is a national park now, but. Good. At least it's being preserved. That's a good it's, thing. It's something you can't even describe it. You have to, you have to yeah. see the energy there is just wonderful. Oh, I bet. I bet. That's yeah. incredible. And so. Yeah, there's what... actually a vortex going down the middle of Monk's Mound. You can feel it when you get up there. Now, now yeah. Cheryl, you're, you're a. You're a medium, correct? Yes. And what do you feel when you're there? I said the energy was just amazing. I, I loved it there. Was it peaceful? I, I, I was it? pointed out that there was a vortex. Nobody knew that. I go, come stand over here and feel the, the swirling air. <laughs> so, so it was a peaceful energy you were picking up on? A, a vortex is a, it's a vertical. Mm -hmm. It's not very big, maybe that wide. Mm -hmm. And there's a swirling energy that goes clockwise. Okay. It goes from the earth up to the sky. Okay, and it just so, goes up. Yeah. Go ahead, James. Have, have you ever it's natural brought, something natural? So, do you do any um like paranormal research or anything like that? Absolutely, all the so time. So, have you ever brought anything like uh, K two or anything like a REM pod or anything on top of the mounds? I took my tri-field meter. How did that go? Equipment goes crazy. It, it depends. I said when you're by this vortex, it's going to make your equipment go crazy. Right. Yeah. It's there, there's actually a, a place in Ohio that has nothing to do with the with the triangles, but it's called Serpent Mound. I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay. It, it's it's an effigy of a serpent. And so, if you you take your compass there, and your compass will go crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've heard of uh, several different. Uh, Bermuda Triangles uh, worldwide. So everybody knows the infamous Bermuda Triangle, right? right? But there's more than one, right? Could you elaborate on how many and and what's the differences between the actual well, triangle? I've got I've got right. ten in my book that are in the U.S. They're, there's really? they're all over the world. I, I don't put all those in my 10? book. Yeah, there, there's ten that I found in the U.S. Major wow. ones. I'm sure there's smaller ones too, but the so, major ones I found, yeah. Uh, all right, so um, in your experience in the triangles and the location geographically between where the triangles are on the map and within Egypt, um, have, have you have you correlated any of the data lines between, like, say, the United States and the triangles here to uh, transverse to Egypt on the pyramids and everything else? And give a little insight on that. How well, that now, you're, now you're talking about ley lines. There are ley lines that will go. And earth grid lines that does go from United States to other countries. They all intersect. Yeah. And if you see and some of the grid lines, you will see that they're all, all these places are connected. Right. Yeah. I, I've read that. Have you been to Egypt? Mm hmm. You've been there? You've no, yeah. Egypt? No, no. Man, I, that's one of my bucket list items right there. Uh -huh, so me too. Awesome. See yeah. the pyramids? Yeah. Yes, no doubt. Yeah, that'd be so cool. I want to go Stonehenge too. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Stonehenge. I don't know. What do you think? What What do you think about Stonehenge? I think there's more to what people think there is going on right now, but um, I I don't even think we scratched the surface on what Stonehenge actually is. To be honest with that, you, I think that's only part of what used to be there. Yeah, they, they have they have found out they oh there's part over here and part of, who knows what what it was. I think that's just a small part. Yeah. Hmm. 
That's interesting. And how the heck did they get those big stones there? Yeah, that's that's well, got me puzzled for sure. Yeah. They're, they're not. two hundred miles they had to bring them. Well, it's kind of the same thing with uh, with Egypt, like with the uh, the pyramids of Giza and all yes. that. There's stones and things there that are, are five hundred plus miles away right. uh, from the pyramids, and you know, yeah, I get it. You know, um, assholes and elbows. <laughs> you know, you can get it done with you know a lot of hard work, but. For these things to be laser cut, like precision cut. Exactly. How do you explain that? And perfectly you know? set in there too, yeah. Yes. And like the pyramids in Peru and and uh damn Eddie, help me out. What's the other one? Uh Giorgio Oh, you're talking about uh Yeah. Yeah, Giorgio Sukalos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the hair guy. The hair guy. Yeah, Giorgio Sukalos. Right? He's Greek. He has a very complicated last name, but it's Sukalos. Uh, Sukalos. That Greek yeah. name, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he did a he did a show on um oh damn, what is it? Uh I can't any other day I'd be able to think of the name. But either way, uh I didn't prep any notes, obviously, because I'm hot tubbing it right now. So now I gotta look at his name. <laughs> but, so uh, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off real quick, James, because we need to move along. Yeah, we got a lot of topics to cover tonight. Um yeah. let's uh talk about the Nevada Triangle, Area fifty one and uh S four. Okay. Part of the Nevada Triangle is a place called Groom Lake. Yep. And Groom Lake is actually a salt flat that um, it dried up from, uh, what was it, Lake Lahanta that mm-hmm. was formed during the last ice age, which was uh, 12,000 years ago. It was once one of the largest lakes in the North America. Mm-hmm. And adjacent to Groom Lake is a 60-mile square area known as Hamni Airport. That's what the government wants you to know. Yeah. But we also know it's called Area 51. Mm-hmm. Yep. And supposedly the remains from the Roswell crash site were brought there. One of the crash sites because there were actually three. They were right, that's what time. I heard, that there were uh, three. Not just the one, but there were a total of right. three. Right. Yeah. The, so, the craft kind of hit the ground, bounced off, came up, started losing parts. It, it was, they have three sites where they picked up parts of something. Right. Um, I have an inside source. Uh, I, I'm not going to say what he did or he or she, what she, he or she did in the military mm-hmm. or even military. Uh, but very reliable source that as soon as the parts and everything got to 51 um, within a week or two it was shipped off to uh, Langley Air Force Base in Virginia and that's where they Ohio they went to Ohio most of the testing Ohio well they probably subsidiary everything you know split it out and stuff like that because everything's compartmentalized and a lot of stuff went to Langley Air Force Base uh, so as of now, 51 probably doesn't have anything there. Um, they're testing, you know, a lot of top secret stuff as far as new, new uh, technology. But alien stuff, it's such a hotbed. It's such a focal point in the uh, the genre of, you know, UFO intelligence now. There's such a spotlight on that place. Like, they probably wouldn't do anything there now. But back in the 40s, 50s. Yeah, it was a hotbed. Now, now, real yeah, quick, I'm glad sent to Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. I'm yeah. glad you brought up uh, the UFO deal, Cheryl. You know that the Pentagon is supposedly going to be releasing what they know of unidentified aerial phenomena, phenomena. UAPs. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think they're actually going to release to the public? They're going to give us a little tidbit to keep us our attention away from what's really there. Now, they're supposed yeah. to do this on the 25th of this month. So the 25th of this month, we're supposed to get the information about the UAPs or UFOs uh, from the Pentagon. They're supposed to be sending this out. It's supposed to be uh, uh, releasing everything they know. Now, I know the U.S. Navy has come forward and, and talked about the little Tic Tac video and what have you, but I'm just wondering how open the military or, or the government's going to be 
on the whole UFO phenomena ordeal? Well, they, they can't be too open because you're, you're going to have people that are going to panic. Everybody's not like us going, oh, boy, I want to hear this. There's going to be people that are going to scare. You really so think I they're going to really scare? I don't think they're going to tell a whole lot. Because here's the problem that I'm having with all this. We've got probably one of the biggest stories in the history of mankind fixing to be released to the public, possibly. Mm-hmm. The biggest, yeah. And nobody cares. <laughs> I know, I noticed that. <laughs> so here's here's why I don't agree with that. Um, so the Vatican's already came out and said, you know what, um, if, if there is evidence, and the Vatican knows, it's just play stupid all you want, the Vatican knows. Uh, if there is evidence, we'll accept it as God's children, blah, blah, blah. Um, they've been conditioning the United States, well, the world. They've been conditioning the world for several years. You know, you know, going back to H.G. Wells with War of the Worlds, people went Yeah, look what happened there, yeah. They went to a frenzy, man. They, they freed... Yeah. But I don't think happen out so if, if they well maybe they invaded yeah I mean, it was circumstances like that but we've been being conditioned since that time till now right and they're starting to feed the population with just a little bit of stuff here and there so we got the tic tac video now this shit was now todd 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 just posted a comment in the right. chat room so we have a little yeah, Todd just posted a comment in the chat room. He says, yeah, I do gold prospecting, and there was an old gold miner there who was in the military, and back in 1973, he was at the March Air Base, which is called a March Air Reserve Base now, and he says there was a ship that landed on the field, and no one knew what to do, and they did a flyby, and they had some jets fly like really low down over the top, just kind of say you're not welcome here. But they then he says he landed on the airfield and then he just took off back up into the air. I just thought I'd share that with you. Uh, they don't always crash land. Well, I hope not. If that's the case, we've got a lot of uh, no. uh, uh Pilots from uh, the alien community that are very good. Better pilot. Yeah, they need better pilot training if all they do is crash. Uh, yeah. Apparently, they're pilots. So. You know, that's what gets me. you got all these advanced ships. We've got alien technology, and yet they're still crash landing. I, I mean, that don't give us much hope when we take an airline somewhere. Like, really? <laughs> no, and i got to do that Tuesday, so this is kind of scary, but... Uh, Man, it's, it's interesting. So on the 25th, Eddie, you said this month? Right. On the 25th, yeah. they're supposed okay. to uh, come forward with what they know. So we're going to see what they come up with. And then uh, let's uh, move over to a little uh, okay. little Egypt triangle. See, we have all this MUFON information that we didn't have before. I'm sorry, Cheryl? What are we doing? What are we doing? I uh, said so let's move on over to... Uh, we're moving the Little Egypt Triangle. It just. Yeah. That's where we were. That was Cahokia. Okay, so that's what that was. Okay. She was in there, Eddie. She was Okay. Oh, well, I'm just I'm just going over the list here. We got a big list. We have a big list over here. We're in so yeah. We've got the Alaska Triangle, plane crash of House Majority Leader, Hale Boggs. So, oh, I have a question. Questions, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Anne. What's your question? What's your question? So, Cheryl, uh, you're a median, right? Yes. Have Have you ever or claimed to have been abducted? I know the fire in the sky, guys. Really? Yeah. Spill it. Spill <laughs> it. We all want to know. Let's have it. Well, the Steve and I know Steve and John really good. They They saw it. You know, they they were out. They were loggers. They were out working, and all of a sudden, they saw this bright light, and then this this craft just landed. And I don't know why Travis got out of the truck and he went over to touch it. Done the same thing. <laughs> I mean, they all they also he touched it and he got zapped. Really? 
Now, I think we all would have touched what it. What happened to him after that? I mean, we don't know. Yeah. They, they took off. <laughs> yeah, I think we all would have went over there and tried touching wow. it. You know, that's just my own personal opinion, but yeah. I, I have a feeling I'd have been out of that truck in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they, they can't. They said, oh, we better go back and look for him. So they went back. They couldn't. And I think we're frozen, guys. Black coming to their houses and stuff. Yeah, it was scary, scary back then, because there, there was nobody you could talk to. That is a scary situation. When you got yeah, MIB yeah. going to your house, they're, they're not regulated by any authority or... Well, and, and think their kids are 17, 18 years old. We're not talking about grown men here. Yeah. That's intimidating. You know, so we're going to put you in jail and stuff. You know, you you killed them. Well, just just admit you killed them. You know. Wow. That's crazy. Well, man, I tell you, it, Eddie, that, that's fascinating, man. That's <laughs> something else. Hey, let's uh, speak about the book. So, what do you write on with the book? Hmm. What, what do you write what? on with the book? Yeah, tell tell us what the book's about. I said it's about all these different triangles, the strange things that are happening in it. Okay conspiracy theories yeah we love them yeah yeah absolutely love conspiracy theories yesterday's conspiracy theories are today's fact isn't it crazy Uh uh-huh we still haven't got in touch with rick um really hoping he comes on man because he'd be all over this right now oh i know know. i'm really surprised he's not on here No, not answering. Have you had any uh, any experience with? um, uh, um, Damn, I got Groom Lake in my head right now, (laughs) but I'm thinking uh, the Skinwalker and all that stuff. Have you had any experience with that? No, I haven't been around there. No. 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 So on one to ten, how bad would you like to go? Oh, very bad. I think we all would. Because because a couple months ago, I remote viewed there. Really. So now, now I want to finish. What was the outcome of the remote viewing that you had? This is crazy. I saw uh, a, a small stream with a beaver dam and two beavers. There was a native man standing there. He had a, he had a bow in his arm. He had his hair in one braid. He was looking towards the east. And he looked familiar to me. And I said, okay, he looked familiar. And then I realized that when I've been going to Sweat Lodge, this man has been coming to me for seven years. Really? And it was the same man. Interesting. Wow. It was crazy. And he told me his name was Stan's Looking. Now, I want to know what he's trying to show me when he looks east. Hmm. I don't know. But all I know is he he protects the land. Yeah. He's a, he's a protector there. So he's been there a long, long time. I'm thinking he's Fremont. He's ancient. Oh, yeah, very. So what do you think is the uh, malevolent malevolent spirit down there? What's going on with that? Is there portals there? What do you think? In oh, it's in portals. I'm so sick of hearing portals on the TV I know. show. I know. It's, it's <laughs> People don't even know what those are. <laughs> yeah, I know. The normal folks don't, but... Um, but I think... I think there's a lot of elementals there. I'm not. I'm not thinking everything out there's evil. Yeah, there's just no. lots of different energies. Time dilation and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I didn't when I remote viewed. I didn't feel anything evil there. So why do you think people interpret it as evil? Because they don't know, or they're scared, or what do you think? Well, because skinwalkers are evil. Okay. But they're they're not some kind of creature though. They're medicine men. Skinwalkers. They've gone to the dark side. That, that's that's what it is. That's that's a new for me. You, you haven't know, heard that? No, I haven't. And honestly, you know, when I hear skinwalker, I really don't understand that term. Um, I don't really know what a skinwalker actually is. To be honest with you, 
uh, I look at it as something evil and like that mutilates animals and blah blah blah. You know the whole nine, the whole thing. Huh. And that's kind of the the way I feel about it. So I've never really formally been educated on Skinwalker, the term. Well, if you if you uh, if you research it, I, I forgot where it was. Now I was just looking at it a few months ago when when some natives were um, displaced from their land, put somewhere else, and it was. They were starving. They the the land was dry. They couldn't. Their crops wouldn't grow, and all this. And some of them went this other direction and, and started practicing some kind of black magic or whatever. Yeah, and they turned into wrong. these kind of people, right? Okay. And then when they came, got to come back to their res, these people were still practicing this. So that that's what. So they they were real people. Yeah. But they were very they spiritual moved on to people. The spirit realm, they were they were known as they were still evil in that sense. Right, and, and I've, I've got that, Navajo friends that will not go near that area because they truly believe. But they were very yeah. spiritual people, though. Correct. Yes. But now, you can be spiritual on the good or the bad side. Right, right. You go either way. Yes. And these guys went the bad side. They went to right. the dark side of the forest. Right, you know, right. The Star Trek or the Star Wars right. fans out there. And uh, they just remained there. And then when they passed on, they, they kept that. So yeah. interesting. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, uh, who, who knows who knows what it really is, you know? That's stuff I've yeah. read. Yeah, it's... What's your wow. theory, Cheryl, on on actual dogmen or werewolf-type creatures that are out there? Compared... We have the Michigan dogman. Yeah? What, what's, your, what's your theory on those? Haven't haven't seen one. I I believe they exist. And what about Bigfoots or Yetis? Oh, de definitely. I I I didn't get his picture, but I I had some tree knocking, and I was knocking back, and it would knock back. Wow. I I think he might be. He's either interdimensional or he's able to cloak himself, so you can't see him. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. I've heard that they that they that they can cloak, which is uh, I find that really uh, interesting, especially being that that's one thing that the military is going to find very interesting as well. So I have a feeling that yeah. the military has their hand in that <clears throat> somehow, somewhere. Because that the day that the day that we saw them, you know, that we were hearing this knocking. We all of a sudden stopped, so we kept going down the trail. We came back, got to the same spot, and we heard the knocking again. And then something walked between the two of us. We couldn't see it. Smelled like death. It was awful. It walked between us and, and walked up to the other side of the hill, but we couldn't see it. Hmm. So I'm saying, was it cloaking? Was it intervention? I don't know what it was. We could not see it. It was there, though. You could feel it was there. I have a feeling that there's a lot that goes on around us right now, especially out in the woods, and and that oh yeah we don't we don't we don't have the technology to understand yet. You know who knows what lives in the woods? Of course. You know, four one one. They talk about a lot of these missing people, missing hunters. Right. Uh, they right. talk about hunters that have just up and gone. They find their rifle leaned up against a tree, boots on the ground. But, you know, who would take their boots off, leave their rifle, and leave? Right. Yeah, you know? I met that guy at an event. He was interesting to talk to. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's, that's really far out. Yeah, David. Yeah, that's really far out that that, that kind of stuff takes place. I mean, and, and you got to ask yourself, I mean, nobody, you know, I'm a, I'm a hunter myself, and, and I know a lot of people that hunt, and, you know, they're, you know, wilderness people, you know, they, they're trackers, you know, and what have you. And they would never in a million years, one, leave their rifle, no. or two, leave their boots. You don't no. leave your boots or your rifle. I mean, these are two oh. important items, the most important items, I think, of being out in the wilderness. I mean, these are things Absolutely. you have to have with you. So, guys, our guest tonight is Cheryl Carter, and her book is on Amazon right now. Cheryl, one more time, give us that title on the book. Dimensions, Mysterious Triangles of the U.S. There you have it on Amazon. I also Check put some links into the chat. 
Really uh -huh. cool. I really appreciate you being here. Look at that. Look at that. Nice. So she knows what she's talking about. She's making me Eddie look bad right now. She's on top of her <laughs> and uh, she's there. She knows what she's talking about, man. So you guys check it out. And uh, it's so it's so interesting to talk to you because you have so many different insights and, and opinions on and you're bringing new things to the table right now. It actually educated me on what Skinwalker was because uh, I, 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 I never like to really delve knew. into everything. Yeah, I, I never really knew exact the exact definition of that, and it, it was it's fantastic to hear that and finally be educated on that. And uh, there's, I think there's so, we have to read about. It. There's just so much. Yeah, Cheryl, tell yeah, us what is. your most, what the most fascinating experience that you had while dealing with the paranormal. Hmm. What, maybe when my friend got jumped by spirit. Got tell, jumped. Tell us about that. We, we went, there was this, this haunted location we like to go to. It was a old Civil War home. And we're sitting at the table and we had the radio going trying to get some spirit communication. And something kept jumping on the, my two, the guy's backs. They go, get off me, get off me. It wasn't bothering me, but maybe it knew I could see it. So we waited a while and we went outside. And so then my one friend says, I'm going back upstairs. I got unfinished business up there. We all go, yes, too. So we all went back upstairs. So now when we get to the room, it felt different. Really different. So you sit back at the table, turn the radio on. Nothing's coming out of the radio. But now this thing is back in the room. So all of a sudden, it went over to the corner. And I remember when we went in that room at first, I told my one friend, don't sit in that chair. I don't know why I told him don't sit in that chair. But I did. So he sat in the chair. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. all, all of a sudden we look over and he sits straight up like this. And I go, oh no. And I said, Keith, are you okay? And he turned around and looked at me. His eyes were black. And in a voice that wasn't his, he goes, I'm fine, Cheryl. <laughs> I go, no, you're not. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is that he was kind of reaching over to me. I go, no, no. <laughs> so, you know, what do you do? You see this on TV, go, no, it's cool stuff. Okay. No, it's not. There's something in your friend. His eyes are black. No, it's, it's yeah. not. It's not cool. No. So I, I grabbed my crucifix off my neck and I stuck it on his forehead. We start praying over him. What do you do? We start praying over. And then another friend came upstairs. He goes, come on, let's get him outside. So we walked him outside. He goes, okay, just walk it off, walk it off. I go, he can't walk this off. So I was vending that weekend, and I went over to my truck, and I got out of St. Benedict's Middle, and I put that on. What's this? I said, just put it on. It was on 30 seconds. All of a sudden, his face changed. His eyes were okay. It was gone. Wow. And he's going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I go, no, it's okay. You, you, you didn't do anything. He goes, no, no. When I was reaching over for you, I go, yeah. He goes, I want to kill you. Yeah. That is insane. And he, he doesn't remember 20 minutes. He so lost he 20 minutes. Fire his at. He's fired. Yeah, he, he lost 20 minutes. Mm. Have you ever that been to Bob Mackey's? With, uh, with Bobby Mackey's, with a uh, buddy of mine, we went to Bobby Mackey's show. I've been there, Bobby yeah. So we get down in the basement, and um, my guy goes totally banana nut bread. On really? And, uh, yeah. And he lost his shit for like 25 minutes. We were down there. Well, it seemed like 25, 30 minutes. We were actually down there for like 12. We, it seemed like 25. I went back and reviewed my video, and it, it's something else. And uh, he just went complete psycho down there. And it was weird. We got him out, and we put a cross on him, and it burned him. And it was just, it was really weird. And, uh, I have it on video, and it's just I'm debating on whether to put that video out or not because it's pretty graphic and it's pretty. It's not like the shit you see on TV with ghost hunters and all this other stuff. This is real deal. Like, That's what I said. It's the real deal once you're free. Yeah, 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 it's real deal. So I'm, I'm debating. I'm I'm right there close. I mean, the video's done. I just I've been sitting on it. You know, I'm I'm kind of debating on should I put this out or not? Was, he was, he a, was he in the room with all the tools? Uh, so we went to the, uh, the basement. Well, yeah, the, there's a tool the, room down there. 
Is yeah, that where he was? There's like a little dungeon room. Yeah, yeah. He started off there. He started getting weird there. Uh, he went into the, the what they call the portal. You know, uh, he went in there. He sat down in there, and and from there it just the got portal worse. of hell. Yeah. Yeah, he just got worse. So we went into the 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 prostitutes, like the dressing rooms, and right. he just got really, really freaking weird. And he he just started talking some crazy shit. So we got him out of there. Uh, him and his wife, me and her, had to drag his ass out of there. I had to go back into the portal slash um, dungeon room to get his stuff because he left all his shit, like his hoodie and his, you know, just left everything. And so I had to go in there by myself to get all that back out. I wasn't happy about that. We got him outside. He was breathing real heavy and just, you don't, you don't remember the last, you don't remember like, 12 minutes of it. Like, See, that's scary when you don't remember something, yeah. Yeah, he, he remembers walking in there, but he don't remember anything after that. And we showed him the video, and he was like beside himself going, dude, I don't recall saying any of this stuff. I don't right, remember right, any right. of this stuff. And, you know, we showed him the video, and it freaked him out, and it freaked us out at the same time. Like, we were in the hotel room going, look at this. This is what you were doing you know, on the same trip. And he's like, man, I don't remember any of that stuff, man. I'm sorry. I don't mean to freak y'all out. And but what was he saying? Cause I, I, I think when I was in that room, there was, there was a guy that got murdered. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was a couple of things, a lot of things that went on down there. Uh, well, they, he, was he, saying, he was, they were playing cards. They accused him of cheating, which he wasn't, but they killed him in the basement. That's yeah. what he told me it happened to him. And he's really mad. So, yeah. So in the basement, uh, he was in the, the back dressing room and he comes out and this is when I was going to get his stuff and he, he peeks his head out and he's like, I wouldn't go down there. And we turn around and we're like, what? He's like, I wouldn't go down there. Why not? Because it's evil. And he started this weird evil laugh. And I was like, that's Rosanna, that's Rosanna's dressing room. There's yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's something wrong with this fool right here. I'm going to get his shit out of here and I'm dragging his big six foot five. 300 pound ass out of this freaking basement he's a big boy and i'm only six foot you know 210 on a good day this this is <laughs> a big dude so i'm like all right i'm gonna have to break a knee and drag his ass out of here it was getting to that point so we drug him out and we get him out in the uh the parking lot of bobby Mackey's and put a cross on him and he starts sweating and just breathing heavy and freaking out and then he came out of it and mm -hmm. it was just really weird you know, and I said, damn, man, I got to go back in there. And they're like, for what? I said, dude, I forgot you You got a beanie cap in there. I forgot to grab it. No, dude, don't go back in there. Fuck that beanie cap. It's don't, don't, don't go back in there. They would not let me go back in there. I was going to go. You know, I'm the guy that runs towards stuff. You know, that's me. That's me, just the me way too. I am. Me that's my nature. <laughs> I run towards stuff. Well, you know, they wouldn't let me go back in. So we called a little loss on a beanie cap. <laughs> And, you know, we, we had a good night. Uh, it was interesting. I'll tell you stuff off camera that happened before we got there. Um, that we we were delayed a couple of hours because of uh, some criminal activity. I'll tell you that later, but because I don't want to put Bobby Mackey's out there. It was a great place. I met, <laughs> I met his wife. I didn't get to meet Bobby, but I met his wife. She's super cool, uh, considering the circumstances we were in. But um, it was weird. He was, like, overtaken at that point. And it just it threw me off. I was like... Cause I'm the tech guy, I'm the, I'm the camera guy, and you know that I don't I don't do much of the uh, the REM pod thing and the uh, you know the investigation side of like that. I'll sit there and video things, and I'm not scared of shit. Like I'm a firefighter, I, I'll run into a building on fire. So I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not afraid of anything either. Yeah. <laughs> right. Except right. when my friend got jumped. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When that happened, I was like, okay, it's time to drag his big ass out of here. And he was just saying really evil stuff and just mm. you you ever seen that movie uh full metal jacket mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you remember when that guy shot the uh in in the met or in in the latrine he shot the guy he shot the uh, his drill sergeant and he had that really psycho look he was like yeah yeah that's how my buddy was and when i seen him do that i was like oh, that's how shit. keith looked that night i know yeah i was like <laughs> I said, man, what I'm, he's a big guy. He's, he's a big old boy. He helped me move this hot tub into place. He's a big guy. Uh -huh. And I was like, damn, how am I going to drag his ass out of here? But, man, it was just weird. When it happens to a friend of yours, it's like. Right. It's not TV. Yeah, it's not TV anymore. It's not no. TV. No. Let me, let me ask you a question, Cheryl. What 
what causes somebody to be susceptible to something like that? To be what? Susceptible to being overtaken like that. That's a good question. Well, sometimes your your energy isn't as strong as someone in the room, and, and the spirits know. They'll, they'll pick on the weak one, which is what happened to my friend that night. He was the weak one. So more of a simple mind type. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and not... Um, very very well versed in the paranormal you know you're kind of a newbie guy and yeah you don't know how to expect so, stuff, stuff so what like can, that. yeah and, and the, the spirits they, they can sense this we have they some know that, if you're are, free. that are they, they know if you're mad when you came in that yeah. night they can sense it so we it's have, all about your intentions when you go somewhere too that's right. very important your intentions we have we have some people that are very new to the paranormal world that watch the show listen to it on podcast mm-hmm. yeah. what can a newbie do to protect themselves from something like that happening to them well, you really can't, but I, I mean, I, I always, I put the white light around me before I go into a place. And I also, before, when I walk into a place, I will say, I hope it's okay if I come visit tonight. I ask permission. You're walking into someone's home. Yeah. You know, you ask permission. When, when I'm, when I'm done doing an EVP session, I, I always say, thank you for talking to me or, or thank you if you at least tried, you'd be polite. And so, when you go home, you always say, well, it's nice talking to you, but you can't follow me home. That's very exactly. important. See, now Todd in the chat, that. Todd in the chat says, I'm a Chandler and I'm a Chandler with dousing rod and keyboard. He was one who tested the spirit by sitting in the chair. Interesting. So I think there's, there's a big misconception about like, like you said, Cheryl, about surrounding with white light. So here's what I do. I go in every investigation and I wear a cross, a big cross. I did so too. Like I did it's too. about five inches long. I did I too. Got it, I got it. That's good. I got it from my grandma and it's got a skull and crossbones on the bottom of the cross. And what that means is that the cross came from somebody of a higher clergy. Uh, it's not an evil thing. It means that she got that cross from like a bishop or a pope or somebody like mm-hmm. that. Like she got that cross from somebody up there. Right. So I'll wear this cross when I go. And a lot of people feel like, um, okay, so you're wearing a cross, you know, you do the holy water thing. You're not going to see shit tonight because blah, 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 blah. That's not true. That's not the case. No. And for the new folks in the chat and new people that that are getting into this thing, what that means is nothing is going to attach to you, hopefully. Like you have another layer of protection. It doesn't mean you won't hear anything. It doesn't mean you won't see anything. It's just you're protecting yourself and your family. Um, right. And I think that's really what you need to do is is be protected, whatever your religion is, right? Um, mm-hmm. Be protected against a spirit, okay? That way they can attach to you and they can't come home with you. And when you leave, it's, hey, you're not welcome to leave with me. Exactly. I am leaving you here. And thank you for talking to me. Like you right. said, politeness goes a long way. And yeah, always know. be respectful. I said it's your intent. Always. Yeah. People people and that get hit and scratched, they ask for it and you get what you ask for. That's it. Yeah. And if you get something physical on you, you're not protected. Right. And you don't want anything physical. You don't want to no. go to a place and get scratched and get bruises. No. Oh, some people like that. think that's really cool. No, it's not. No, it's not cool. You don't want that. You want to be protected. Especially I have I have little kids at my house. I don't want my house to be haunted. You know, I don't want things going crazy in the middle of the night. I don't want that. I want to be able to go out, do my investigations, see it there, and then come home to a peaceful place, and that'd be it, you know? And a lot of people think, oh, if I wear a cross or if I have a rosary in my pocket or if I have this or have that, oh, we won't see anything. No, you're going to see some stuff. No. You're going to see stuff. I see plenty, you know? Here's the thing. It's like what I tell people. I tell people it's not your faith. It's your belief, your willpower, your intent. It's the amount of faith that you have in whatever religion it is that you use and that you're aware of, you know, and and, and that's exactly what it takes. Now, with me, it's kind of different. I can walk into a place and whatever's there will clear out. I don't oh, know what it is. Really? You're one of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a yeah. friend like that. If that I walk sucks. in somewhere, anything that was happening will stop. So I'm, anytime we go to an investigation, I have to kind of sit out 
and and be a ways back because if something well if let's put it like this if something bad starts to take place they send me in <laughs> and for whatever reason i walk in and i'll walk through a place because i have no fear of anywhere I, i'm going but i'll walk in and everything comes to a stop nothing continues i think that's how danielle is too and i know she's listening right now but i think that's how it is with her too she walks in and everything just stops. Look, my, we my just friend, my friend is like that, that. He has to be the tech guy and watch the cameras what, because what causes that, Cheryl? What what causes yeah. that? I, I don't know. He's he's been he's been investigating for probably twelve years. I, I don't know. We don't know why this happens. <laughs> Maybe it's an intimidating uh, person to a spirit, or it's a. He doesn't I, seem intimidating. I don't know. I mean, well, he doesn't seem it, but what is in his heart, you don't know. You know, and like uh, with Danielle, you know, me and her, we'll go and do a place and nothing will happen. And they'll run to the store and then we'll start hearing stuff. And then as soon as they get back, it's like everything stops, you know. <laughs> Oops, she yeah. Like, damn, bad luck. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like we went to uh, we went to Waverly a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's and, cool. I've been there like five times. Yeah. Oh, I love that place. Have you met uh uh what's her name uh Melissa? Yeah, she's awesome, man. I yeah. love that place. It's great, and it was so quiet. It was so quiet the whole night. It was peaceful. Really? Um, yeah. Did you go down so the death tunnel? Yeah, yeah, we did all that. You know, and it did was. Did you just, take your recorder with you when you went down the death tunnel? We What'd did you get? Everything. I don't know. Um, I didn't. I didn't have my recorder. I, I had. No. I, like I said, I'm, I'm the. I'm the camera guy, so I do. All I, the- I just. I just hold my recorder in my hand. And I, I had so many EVPs in that death tunnel. I bet. I bet, man. And it was. It was a great, great place to visit. It was very yeah. peaceful. That night, just it wasn't. It wasn't uh, malevolent. It was just really peaceful the whole night. I never felt anything malevolent. Melanie, Danielle no. says. I never did. I we did, did see uh, sh- we did see shadows. We we seen a mm-hmm. lot of shadows. Oh, a lot of shadows. And, uh, did you see the children crawlers? up on the fourth floor? Yeah. There's yeah, children playing up there. Yeah. Yep. We seen a lot of crawlers. A lot of things crawling yeah. on the walls and stuff, and that was cool. You know, but like as far as audibly hearing things, no, we didn't catch anything like that. Because um, my 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 one guy in the death tunnel, he had to be right behind me, and he said, "Turn and get me." <laughs> now, nice. real quick. Not, real, I didn't hear that. I was back on the top. Yeah. Real quick, y'all. Yeah. Todd, Todd in the chat room says, "Not trying to distract your broadcast, but it's interesting. Don't see your baptism on on Cheryl. I see it on you two guys. Cheryl, are you practicing a different belief?" I'm Catholic. No, I was baptized. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you seeing? I'm part native. Is that what you see? That might be. Well, that's that's an interesting comment. So, so being baptized, baptized, or uh, growing up in the Native American realm of things, is there a difference? No. You don't think? You think spirits are spirits, and you know, because I'm more like, you know, whether you're baptized or you're Jewish or whatever, you know, Hindu. I think spirits are spirits, and okay. I don't think they discriminate from one no, religion no. to the next. Okay, real they're, quick, they're y'all. They're not like us. They're, I think spirits are really friendly, really. Real quick, we could go also. on, I think, for days on this one, but we've also got to move to the next topics over here. And uh, we do have uh, the crash of House Majority Leader Hell Boggs mm-hmm. and the death of Marilyn Monroe. Tell us about that, Cheryl. So, um... Let's see, what, what day was this? October 16th, 1972. Uh, Contessa 310 aircraft took off at 9 a.m. and they were heading over to Anchorage. And on this plane was the Democratic House Majority Leader, Hale Boggs. So the last time that they had a transmission from the pilot was at 9.09 when he was asking about weather conditions. And the plane never reached Anchorage. Now, did the plane crash? Did someone blow the plane up? There's so many conspiracy theories about this. Because when he was going to come back, he was wanted to reopen the JF Kennedy assassination case. He also accused the FBI of wiretapping congressional phones. 
Mm. He called for J. Edgar Hoover's resignation. A classified CIA wiretap document, August 3rd, 1962, provided information from Marilyn Monroe's phone calls where she was talking to JFK about Roswell and Project Moondust. Wow. Okay, let's hit Project Moondust real quick. Uh, what's a, What about that topic? What is it? Uh, it was a covert operation that recovered debris from any kind of spacecraft that had re-entered the Earth and survived. Okay. So then 36 hours after they had done her wiretapping, she was discovered dead because she said she was going to go public and announce all this. Now, do you think oh. that this was one big cover-up that took place on this? It sure sounds like it. It does to me and, as well. And two days after the plane disappeared, the Coast Guard in California received a transmission from a ham radio operator that said he knew where the plane was. They gave the information to the FBI, and they never sent out a search party. Imagine that. Yeah, so this, this is so strange. That is the shadiest shit I've ever heard. Isn't that? And, I got documents. I found documents. Well, not to mention, what was the project name for the recovered? Uh, project Moondust. I've never heard of that. It's part of the Majestic 12. It's Okay, classified. yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. Majestic 12. You can so. see it now, but. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Wow. That's insane. That's. Eddie, Mom, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where you found Cheryl, but hats off <laughs> to you, sir. That, that was Rick. Yeah, Rick. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, Cheryl. You you just blowing me out of the water right now. <laughs> Fantastic having you on. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, we're we're actually going to have to do closing comments. Uh, Cheryl, okay. you want to give a plug on your book and where people can get it again uh, here at the end of the show, and we'll yeah. uh, do some closing comments. Whatever you have left to say, and then we're going to take off with James, and then I'll finish it up. Well, my book's Dimensions: Mysterious Triangles of the U.S. It's on Amazon.com. I also have a website, CherylynCarter.com. I have my books on there. I have all my paranormal investigations with photos. All that cool stuff is on there. I'm on Facebook. You can find me anytime. Awesome. Well, you know, Cheryl, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to be over here. You know, we really appreciate your, your the time that you took to be on the show. Uh, it's mega interesting. And uh, I'm gonna have to look for your book too because I, I want a copy of it. And uh, wait till I get the book, the new book finished. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Revised, I'm doing revised now. <laughs> I'll do that absolutely. And uh, Landon, Landon's on. Yeah, Landon, what's up, Landon? My people. He said my people. <laughs> yeah, my people. Yeah, you know, you know, Landon got scared by a demon. He was asleep in the basement at the Bel Air house, <laughs> and uh, something grabbed his foot. <laughs> it was awesome. James, closing comments. And Cheryl, thank you so much for being on tonight. I have learned so much from you just in the, in the short time we've been together right now. And um, I'd like to extend my invitation, our invitation from uh, Paranormal Analytical to uh, we need to meet up and have a meet and greet one day and just go investigate something and just hang out. I think it'll be fantastic. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You by far have been my favorite guest on this show. And um, again, thank you for everything, you know, bringing this out in the public and, and congrats on the book. And you have a new one coming up. What's the name of the new book again? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm revising this one. Okay. And I'm, I'm also working on one called Earth Energies. It's about ley lines and vortices. That would Hell be interesting yeah. too. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I, yeah. man, that's awesome, man. You guys, everybody in the chat, everybody on the show, reach out and get on Amazon and buy this thing, and let's blow it up, man. And Cheryl, thank you so much. Eddie, appreciate the opportunity for me being on tonight, as always. And, um, you know, uh, I'll leave with the same comment I do every time on this show. Keep your eyes to the sky, guys. And uh, there's more out there than what we know. And, um, again, thank you all. Thank you all for, for allowing me to be on the show tonight. And Cheryl, congrats on the book. Thank you for having me. Put that in there right there. Yes. <laughs> well, we appreciate it once again. Thank you, Cheryl, so much for being on the show. Uh, like I said, we'd love to get you on here again. Uh, maybe at some point uh, when your other book comes out, we can get you back on uh-huh. here. We'll talk about ley lines. 
I think that'd be an interesting topic to put over here. Awesome. Yes. But uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. I enjoyed it so much. And uh, you're so full of knowledge. We thank you for your time. And uh, James, as always, man, you're like one of the anchors on the show, brother. You know, we appreciate you each and every time we're on. And uh, everybody, we thank you all so much for being out on the chat room. We thank you for listening. We love you guys. We appreciate all that you all do and uh, supporting us by sharing out our uh, videos and our podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. I can't tell you that enough. And uh, we love the comments. And I wish I could say hi to each and every one of you when you pop up. But uh, we, a lot of times we get so much happening. Uh, but I will say, uh, Todd, I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about what you've got going on at some point. Uh, I know you said uh, your place is haunted, so uh, I'd like to talk with you about that whenever you have a chance. But everybody take care, and until next Saturday, this is Eddie with Paranormal Analytical, James Toops, and Cheryl Carter. Thank you all so much. Have a good night. God bless.